water so they filled them to the brim. That's important. Verse 8 says, Then he told them, Now draw some out and take it to the master of the banquet. And they did so. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you once again for another day. We thank you for another chance, another opportunity to go into your word. We ask that you would allow your anointing and your spirit to fall fresh. Give us understanding, clarity, revelation, and conviction. Uh, we pray right now that souls are saved. We pray, we pray that bodies are healed. We pray that ways are made. God, use me in whatever way you see fit. Let it be my mouth, but your words. Let your will be done. In Jesus' name, it's in that name we say, amen. You may be seated in God's house. Um, we, we're not going to stay here too long, um, but uh, I want to uh, spend just a few seconds talking to you from this thought, waiting on empty, waiting on empty, waiting on empty. Uh, I told you this morning that we're starting a series, Make Room, because I believe that as disciples of Christ, it is important and imperative to ensure that we are intentional about making space, time, and room for the things of God. Uh, it's important that we set aside uh, and that we consecrate time and space to spend with, uh, with our Savior. I believe that all of the other things that come along with discipleship actually come uh, a little bit easier. They're a little easier to understand. They're a little easier to grasp if you are spending intentional time with the Savior. I believe that the attacks of the enemy are easier to get through when you've been spending intentional time with the Savior. I believe that once you are uh, to a place where you're preparing before you have a problem instead of reacting after you have a problem, that that is because you're spending significant time with the Savior. Uh, so we're going to go into and deeper into this series, Make Room, uh, because it's important that we, uh, as disciples of Christ, continue to make room uh, for the things of God. And what we talked about uh, this morning, what we talked about this morning uh, was was sort of uh, the, 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 the tip of the iceberg where we uh, talked about the house guest and how Zacchaeus uh, was prepared uh, for Jesus to come to his house. He, 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 didn't know, he didn't know that Jesus was coming to his house, but he was prepared to receive Jesus in his house. Uh, and that is because when you've, been, when you've been spending significant intentional time with the Savior, you don't have to uh, take time to, to prep things. You don't, have to, you don't have to stall out. You don't have to tell Jesus, I need, give me about an hour to get some stuff straightened up before you come over. You, you don't have to tell Jesus, uh, Jesus, wait till next weekend because I'm going to send the kids to their grandmother's house and all. everything is going to be in place. When you've been spending significant time with the Savior, uh, you, you don't have to waste time trying. Uh, trying to prepare because you've already been prepared. But this evening, I want to talk to us from the thought waiting on empty because many times uh, when we're spending time with the Savior, and, and I know it to be true, not because you've told me anything, but because I've experienced it myself, I know that many times when we're spending this, this intentional uh, time with the Savior, what we're finding is that we're spending a lot of time asking him for something. I know it. I, I know it because I've done it. I know it. Just yesterday. I just did it yesterday. I ain't even going to lie to y'all. I, I, I know that a lot of times when we're spending time with the Savior, we're spending a lot of time making requests and petitions. 
And there's nothing wrong with making requests and petitions. Uh, as a matter of fact, the Bible says, be anxious for nothing, but in all things through prayer and supplication, make your request known unto God. So there's nothing wrong uh, with asking God for anything. But my question is, before you've asked him for anything, have you thanked him for everything he's already done? My, my, my question is, my question is, as we're spending time asking him for things, have we ever considered that there is some intentionality with the fact that we are waiting on empty? Because many times when we're asking God for something, it is because there is a lack, there's a void, there's a need. So the reality is many times we overlook the fact that sometimes God purposely has us in a place where he has us waiting on empty. And in most cases, anything sitting empty is no good. Uh, if your car is sitting in the driveway, I don't care how nice it is. I don't care how big the rims are. I don't care how good the radio system is. If there's no gas in it, it does you absolutely no good. Many times when things are sitting empty, that, that, that they're not really valuable. I don't care how beautiful uh, your home is. I don't care how, how luxurious your yard is. But if you ain't got a bed to lay in at night, it kind of just don't really do do the same. You know, we we. we we like nice homes, but I, 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 I'd be okay with dealing with an okay home and having some furniture. Praise God. I, I just, I'm, I just, I, I don't necessarily like things to be empty. I mean, I mean, you can have the newest touchscreen refrigerator where you touch the screen and it show you what's inside of it. But what good does a touchscreen refrigerator do when there's nothing inside? It's, it's, it's tough. It's tough when you're running on empty. It's tough when you're running on empty, but sometimes, sometimes God purposely allows you to run on empty uh, for no other reason but for the fact that when you're running on empty, it makes more room for him to fill you. Because what oftentimes happens is when we're running on empty and God isn't answering our prayers fast enough, we'll start trying to fill the voids ourselves. And so God will not allow you to have satisfaction when you try to fill the void yourself. And so he'll continue to allow you to have the feeling of empty even when you've put something in. It, it, it's almost like when you had a taste for something specific to eat and you ate, but it wasn't what you really wanted. So you still feel like you want more. Yeah, that's 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 the feeling I'm talking about. I'm, I'm talking about when when you were when you were empty, you your energy was so low, you were so tired and you got you a, a 15 minute cat nap, but it really just just didn't do all that you needed it to do. See, God will not allow you to have satisfaction from a void that, from filling a void that He did not fill. Uh, uh, I can, I can even, I can even give you scripture for it. Here it is. Abraham was given a promise. Abraham, uh, he wasn't even Abraham at the time. He was Abram and his wife, who would later be known as Sarah, was given a promise, and they decided that there was no way that this could come to pass. And 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 even if I did believe God, He's taken so long to do it. He He must have changed His mind. And so Sarah says to Abram, uh, "Just go ahead and take my handmaiden uh, and and just get her pregnant because because since I own." or whatever you do to her, you do to me. Uh, and so and so they had a son, Ishmael, him and Hagar, the handmaiden, had a son, Ishmael. And God said, yeah, I, I know you think you were fulfilled because I did promise you a son, but I didn't promise you that son. So it's not going to give you the fulfillment that you thought you were going to get. So when you try to fill a void yourself, you're never really going to get the satisfaction you would have had if you would have waited for God to fill it. And I believe that this particular text is filled with examples of people, places, and, and things waiting on empty. As a matter of fact, 
This particular text takes place in the narrative, the first miracle work by Jesus, the wedding at Canaan. Uh, and so what happens is they, they're supposed to be partying for a week long and they early on in the ceremony and they've run out of wine. They're waiting on empty. And so Jesus just happens uh, to show up to the party, but, but I don't think he just happened to show up to the party. I think that they actually made room for him. I, I think that Jesus, now I don't know, I don't know if Jesus got his own invitation or if Jesus was a plus one but what I do know was when Jesus showed up there was room for him there was room for him there was room for him we got to make room for him he shows up to the party he shows up to the party and they make room for him and because they've made room for him any space that is in lack now he's available to fill. so so Mary, Mary goes to Jesus and says, Jesus, they run out of wine. What is it that we're going to do? Jesus looks at her and says, my hour has not yet come. Now, my question for Mary is, Mary, why would you have gone to Jesus and told him anything about the need to work a miracle? Because this is his first miracle. He's never worked a miracle before. But what is it uh, that, that Mary knew that we didn't know that Jesus was going to be able to do something about this problem? Here it is. Here it is. When God has put something inside of you, whether you've used it before or not, it can't be denied. Jesus is in the place and his presence in the place is all that's needed. So Jesus says, my hour's not yet come. Mary looks at Jesus, nods her head and turns and looks at the servants and says, whatever he tells you to do, just do it. So that takes us right to where we are in John chapter two, verse six. Now, this narrative, many, many of you have heard this. I told you I intentionally uh, chose a text um, that we were familiar with because I didn't want y'all looking at me crazy. I didn't want nobody to be lost. Y'all done already ate dinner good. Y'all already full. Y'all don't got time to go through the history lesson. Uh, so this is what we're going to do. We're going to go to a familiar text. Well, here's the problem. The problem is, uh, myself included, many times when this text has been preached and taught, uh, we only look at it from a, from a couple of perspectives. Uh, we, we've often looked at it from the perspective of the wedding couple, uh, the, the couple that was getting married in the fact that a miracle was worked on their behalf and they didn't even know that they were in need of a miracle because if anybody has ever been to a wedding, you know the number one rule is that when there's a problem, don't tell the bride and groom. You fix the problem and you get it done before they find out anything is going wrong. So a miracle's working on their behalf and they don't even know that they're in need of a miracle. I've heard that perspective. I've heard it from the perspective of Jesus, the fact that, that they had enough faith in Jesus that they've never seen Jesus work a miracle before, but they were obedient to his word and decided to do exactly what he told them to do. And because they were obedient to his word, even though they had never seen him work a miracle before, they were first in line for the miracle. I've heard it. I've heard it from that perspective. I've heard it uh, um, from the perspective of, of, of not putting old wine or new wine in old wineskins. I've heard of that. But my problem is I, I've never I've never heard anybody talk about probably the most important characters in the text. They always get overlooked. I mean, just 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 as important as anything uh, that I've mentioned. I'm, I've never heard anybody talk about the character that is the most important and maybe because the most important character in the text never said a word maybe that's why nobody ever talks about him because sometimes sometimes when you don't speak up for yourself people will overlook you and, and I get it but there's still purpose for you I don't, I don't know why we continue to overlook the most important character in the text but I believe that the most important characters in the text were two characters here they are uh, number one I believe the first important character in the text is in fact the jars 
And then I believe that the second uh, most important characters in the text are the servants. Here we go, y'all. I, I try to pick a familiar text just so y'all wouldn't look at me crazy. Y'all, y'all looking at me crazy. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, number one, number one. This, this is why, this is why the jars are so important. This is why the jars are so important. If you look at verse six, it says, "Nearby stood six stone water jars, the kind used by the Jews for ceremonial washing, each holding from twenty to thirty gallons." Here we go. The jars are important because they are in fact empty, but they're accessible. All right. They're, they're empty. They're empty. Jesus, Jesus could have worked this miracle with whoever and whatever he wanted. He, he, he could have he could have worked this miracle in any number of ways. Jesus could have had wine fountains shoot up from the floor. Jesus could have had wine rain rain down from the sky. Jesus uh, could have had their cups just magically fill with wine. Jesus could have worked this miracle uh, in so many different ways, whatever way he saw fit, Jesus could have did anything he wanted to do. But the Bible said over in the corner were six stone jars, each holding between 20 and 30 gallons. Okay. Uh, so, so here's why, here's why it's important to take note from the jars because the jars were empty, but they're accessible. Here it is. Jesus could have used whatever and whoever he wanted, but he chose to use what was already there. Yeah, yeah. When you when you when you make room, when you make room and you spend intentional time with the Savior, what you'll find is that oftentimes, even though you think you're running on empty, even though you think you're waiting on empty, God has already given you everything you need to make it through. You can use what you already got to get where you're trying to go. The jars were already there and they're empty. The Bible says that they heal uh, between uh, each holding between 20 and 30 gallons. My question in the text was each holding between 20 and 30 gallons of what? All right. All right. So the Bible doesn't tell us that there's anything in there. So we can imply that these jars are, in fact, empty. So he uses an empty vessel. He uses an empty vessel. And here's the thing. Here's 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 what really blessed me. Not only does he use the empty vessel, but he used jars that were not meant for carrying beverages. Okay. All right. It's right there in the text. Verse six, it says these jars were used for ceremonial washings. These jars were not used for carrying beverages. So he used what was already there for a purpose that it was not used to. And and and, and, and what everybody else said it wasn't meant for. But is there anybody that knows it doesn't matter what you think about me? Whenever God decides to use me is the right time. Whatever God decides to do in my life is the right thing. Whenever God gets ready to use me, I I might be empty, but I am accessible, God. God, I'm I'm ready. I'm ready to be used by you. Here it is. Uh, when you make yourself available, he'll make purpose available to you. All right. All right. Okay. Uh, the jars, the jars, they're important. They're important. I'm telling you, they're one of the most important characters in the text. Why? Because they're empty, but they are, in fact, accessible. Here it is. Uh, I need you to understand that there are no wasted words in Scripture. So not only is it important to know that these jars were empty, not only is it important to know that they held 20 to 30 gallons, not only uh, is it important to know that they were that they were used for ceremonial washing and not for carrying beverages, but the Bible says that they were stone jars. 
All right. All right. Here we go. The Bible says that they were stone jars. They were stone jars. Y'all looking at me crazy, Pastor. Why does that even matter that they were stone jars? I need you to understand that these jars were made of stone. They were not made of clay. All right. All right. The, 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 these these start these 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 jars, they're made of stone. That means that they're, they're they're not as pretty. They're, they're not that pretty, but they're not made of glass. OK, uh, uh, the, 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 these jars, these jars, they're, they're not they're not really convenient, but they're not made of plastic. These jars, these jars are made of stone. God says, God says, I want you to use the stone jars. He says, not only do I want you to use what's already there, not only do I want you to use what's accessible, but I, I, I need something that can carry the weight of this miracle. I need I need something that won't break under the pressure of the blessing. I, I, I need something. I know it don't look that attractive, but I need something that can stand the test of time. I, I, I need to know is the vessel I'm using going to be able to carry the weight of what I'm pouring in. See, the problem is you've been worried about waiting on empty and God says, I just want to know, can you carry the weight of what I'm about to put inside of you? I know that the jars don't look attractive. I know that they're not that pretty. I know that they're not that convenient, but they can carry the weight of the blessing. Is there anybody that knows that I'm okay with waiting on empty as long as God is the one that fills me? I, I know I'm waiting on empty. I'm empty, but I'm accessible. All right. Okay. Okay. So the jars, the jars, the jars are important. The jars are important um, because they're empty. They're empty, but they are in fact accessible. They're empty, but they are accessible. Here it is. I told you the, the next most important uh, characters in the text are the servants. Here it is. Why, why are the servants important? Nobody, nobody knows how many servants there were. Nobody knows the servants names. Nobody knows how much experience the servants has. No, no, nobody knows uh, who, who the servants are related to. Nobody knows uh, what the servants' paychecks are going to look like. Nobody knows anything about the servants. The servants are, are, are running and waiting on empty. They're, they're insignificant. They're not, they're not the life of the party. They're, they're not the uh, most important person in the party. Nobody's really paying attention to them, but they are the most important. Why? Because the servants are empty, but they're available. Okay, here it is. Here it is. Verse seven. They're empty. They're empty, but they are available. Verse seven. Jesus said to the servants, fill the jars with water. So they filled them to the brim. All right. All right. Verse seven. Jesus said, Jesus said to the servants, he tells the servants, go, 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 go put some water in the jars. And the servants fill the jars to the brim. Okay. All right. All right. Here's here's why. Here's why the servants bless me, because Jesus, Jesus has never worked a miracle. There's there's no there's no written documented evidence that they even know Jesus has miracle work and power. Jesus is just another guest in the service. And Jesus gives the instruction, go and fill these jars with water. Now, I know I, I know they had to be scratching their heads. I know they did. I know they had to be scratching their heads because the problem is not that we've run out of water. The problem is that we've run out of wine. So, Jesus, I, I'm, I'm a little bit 
confused on why you would have us fill these jars with water. I'm, I, I, I get why you would cho choose these jars. I know that they weren't designed for carrying beverages. I, I know that they don't look real good, but I understand that they're sturdy enough to carry what you're about to put in them. But Jesus, I really don't understand why you would fill the jars with water. But here's what blessed me about the servants, because the servants are nothing like me, because because I, I love to learn. And sometimes that can get me in trouble because I want to know what you're going to do, how you're going to do it, when you're going to do it. I, I, I need to know some stuff. But the servants in the text, there's no record that the servant ever asked Jesus why they were filling the jars with water. The servants are obedient and they're available without question. Here it is. Here it is. Sometimes, sometimes you can mess up and miss your blessing because while you're supposed to be moving, you're so busy asking that you've missed your opportunity. You got to get to a point where you understand that I'm so empty. I don't got room to be asking no questions. You got to get to a point where you say, I'm so empty. I don't care whether you put water, wine, milk, uh, uh, Kool-Aid, Jesus, I don't care what you put in it. Just give me something. You got to get to a point where you're so empty that you're so available that you can be obedient without question. The servants are obedient to Jesus. They don't ask any questions and they don't do what Jesus said. That's not a typo. I meant what I said. They don't do. They don't do what Jesus said. Here it is. Here it is. The disciples said. The disciples said. I, I can't afford. I can't afford to waste this opportunity. I can't afford to waste this opportunity. If he tells us, if he, if we tell him that we're out of wine, and he says fill it up with water, whatever he's about to do, gotta be good. So I gotta see this. So the servants say he told us to put some water in the jars, and then the text says that that they fill it up to the brim. Now Jesus didn't say fill the jar up to the brim, but the servants. Did side to fill the jars up to the brim. They, they're, they're obedient without question or they move without question. They're available without question, but they don't do exactly what Jesus said. So I believe that as a servant, I believe that they believe that if he's going to do something good, I'm going to max out this opportunity. I, I, I believe that they felt within their spirit that if this is going to work, I don't want to leave any room to leave any cards on the table. If, if this is going to work, I want to get online can so the servant said we're not just gonna put water in here we're gonna fill the jar all the way up to the brim okay all right all right here we go here we go watch this watch this these are stone jars which means they got some weight on them okay and 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 and, and we know we we know one you you know you put some liquid in something liquid gets real heavy so we got stone jars uh filled to the brim with liquid so so this is this this is heavy this is heavy this is heavy and so and so and so here it is uh we we got we got we got a couple of options here. We got a couple of options here because I wasn't there. I, I wasn't there. So I can't tell y'all exactly what happened. Um, so we're going to speculate real quick. We got a couple options here. Option number one, uh, the, they filled the jars to the brim. And, and because they filled the jars to the brim, it makes the jars hard to transport. Because because if you fill it to the brim, you, you don't even have enough room to put a lid on it. If you fill something to the brim, when you try to put a lid on it, it'll spill over. It, 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 it so it now now it's hard to transport. So here's here's probably here's probably what happened. We we got one of two options. Here it is. Here it is. Uh, either either they fill the jars to the brim, and and they transport the jars. And some is spilling out because because they filled it to the brim. Uh, uh, and, and I know I know I know uh, we, we really don't want to waste nothing. Uh, but here it is. Uh, if some is spilling out, 
I'm okay with some spilling out because if it's spilling out, that means I got overflow. Yeah, uh, uh, here it is. Uh, here it is. If, if, if some if some is spilling out, that means I had a little bit to spare. Here it is. Uh, David David said, my cup runneth over. And somebody got a nice little tea set at home. And you know that when the cup runs over, the saucer can pick up what the cup couldn't hold. Uh, so so if they if it was spilling over, that means they have some overflow. So I can imagine that they getting excited moving these jars. Why? Because God has put something in these jars. And not only did he put something in, but he gave me more than what I could handle now. Now I got some overflow. Is there anybody that's ever experienced? I went from running on empty to running in overflow. I, I, I went, I went from how, how about this? Is there anybody right now waiting on empty that's expecting some overflow? Is there is there is there anybody that can help me real quick? Here we go. Here we go. That's option number one. That's option number one. And I know y'all like that option, but here's number two. I like option number two. Here's option number two. Option number two is these jars are made of stone, so they heavy and they fill to the brim, so they hard to transport. Uh, so here's what we can do. Uh, either I can transport this thing by myself and I can spill some. Or I can find somebody to help me carry this thing and we all get... Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I, 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 I'm going to find somebody that, that, that'll help me carry the load. I'm, I'm going to find somebody that was praying with me and praying for me when I was on empty. So now I'm going to have them help me carry it when I'm on full. Is there, is there anybody that, that, that say, I, I'm willing to help you carry so you don't lose nothing on the way? I'm, I'm, I'm willing to help you carry the load so you don't have to drop nothing in the process. I, I, I like. I like option number two because because I, I don't mind helping somebody uh, carry on the way to their destiny. I, I I don't mind. I like I like option number two. But here it is. Here it is. Here it is. Uh, they went. Uh, they went and filled. They filled the jars to the brim. They filled the jars to the brim. Uh, here it is. Um. This is why I'm excited that they filled the jars to the brim. Because, because Jesus said, I know you need wine, but put water in the jar. So if the servants fill the jar to the brim, can't nobody else add nothing to it. There's, there's only room for what Jesus has already spoken. Uh, yeah, yeah. When, when you've been running on empty, you got to be careful and make sure, make sure that when you get filled up, that you fill it up to the brim because there's some stuff and some people and some places and, and, and some other stuff going on and they'll try to add to what God is doing in your life. No, 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 baby. Uh, if you didn't want to pour into me when I was on empty, don't try to pour into me when I'm half full. I'm filling up to the brim. I don't have room for nothing else but for the word of God. That's all. That's all I got room for. That's all. That's all I got room for. Here it is. When you fill with substance, you don't got no room for foolishness. Yeah. Yeah, this this that, that that's why that, that's why that's why even even when your marriage is running on empty, your divorced friend can't tell you how to how, Okay, all right. Y'all y'all ain't on. Y'all ain't talk when your when your bank account is running on empty. The negro that asked you to borrow $20 last week can't tell you can't tell you nothing. Don't 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 come tell me. Don't come tell me nothing. If it, I, I I only got room uh, for what what God is saying. That's that's all I got room for. Here it is. The servants were empty, but they were available. 
They were available. The jars, the jars, they were empty, but they were accessible. The servants, they were empty, but they were available. Now, here's, here's the last most important person in the text. Uh, here's the last most important person in the text. I don't want you to miss it. Verse 8. It says, then when he told them, then he told them, now draw some out and take it to the master of the banquet. And they did so. He says, I told you to fill it up with water. You filled it up to the brim. Now take some out. Take it to the master of the banquet. And that's what they did. Here it is. I'm going to tell you all the, 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 the last important person in the text. Last in person, important in tech, per, uh, person in text. Uh, I'm, I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you why you missed it. You've been missing it. You done heard this story. Y'all done heard this story a million times. I ain't telling y'all nothing. Y'all don't know. Y'all done heard this story a million times. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you why you're missing uh, the last most important person in the text. The reason why you're missing it uh, is because, because we in the sanctuary today. We in the sanctuary and y'all missing it because ain't no mirrors in the sanctuary. That's why y'all missing it. Y'all missing it because uh, uh, ain't no mirrors. Y'all can't see who the most important person is because ain't no mirrors in the text. Y'all can't. That's why y'all missing it. Y'all watching on your phone. Y'all watching on your phone, but you watching live. This ain't FaceTime. When you're on FaceTime, you can see the person you're talking to and you can see yourself. But y'all watching on live, so you can't, you can't see. That's why y'all missing it. That's why y'all missing it. Here it is. Here it is. He says, he says uh, draw some out and take it to the master. Uh, uh, the jars were empty, but they were accessible. The servants were empty, but they were available. Uh, and, and, and the truth of the matter is, many of y'all saw yourselves in the jar and in the servant. Okay, all right. And, and, and they were empty. They were empty, um, but they were accessible and they were available. Uh, but but they, they were empty. They, they were empty. They they, they used to be empty. Back then, they was empty. In the, in the past, they was empty. They, 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 they was empty. They was empty. They were empty. They were empty and accessible. And they were empty and available. And now, now they were empty. But, but now they're abounding. Now, now they got, they full and they got, got some extra. I, I'm. I, I, I was talking about the jars. They, it was empty and it was it was accessible. I, I, at one point, I was talking about the servant. They, they were empty, uh, but they were available. But but is there anybody in here that says I, I used to be? I used to be. I used to be empty. I I I, I used to I used to have lack and I used to I used to have void. I, I used to be missing something. I I used to be empty, but now. Now, now, now I'm abounding. Here it is. Here it is. People, people overlooked the jars when they were empty. Because, because we had a wedding. We here, we here for a party. We not here for ceremonial cleansing. We here for a party. So an empty jar ain't going to do me no good. I, I overlooked the jar when it's empty. They, they, they saw, they saw the jar and overlooked them because they were empty. Then they, then they rejected the jars because because even once the jars were full, they didn't have what I wanted. They, 
I wanted some wine and y'all put water in the jar. So that's not that, that, that's not what I want. That's not what I want. So they went from being overlooked to being uh, rejected when they when they saw what was being put in it. Uh, but what they didn't understand, they didn't understand. They they saw what was put in it, uh, but they had no idea what was coming out. Uh, yeah, they, they, they saw they saw what was put in it, but they had they had no idea, no idea what was coming out. They, they saw they, they, they saw you. They saw you crying, but they had no idea that out of your tears, joy was going to come in the morning. They, they had no idea. They, they saw they saw you on empty, but they had no idea what was coming out. They, they, they saw you frustrated, but they had no idea that on the other end of your frustration was going to be a peace that surpassed all human understanding. They, they had no idea. They saw what went in, but they had no idea what was coming out. They, they, they saw everybody else leave you and forsake you, but they had no idea that you would still be able to show a love that nobody else could deny. They, they, they had no idea. They didn't know. They saw what was going in, but they had no idea what was coming out. Here it is. Jesus says, Jesus says, I put one thing in you so that I can bring something else out of you. All right. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Uh, uh, you, uh, you, put, you put bread in a toaster. When it comes out, it's toast. Okay. All right. You, you put... You put batter in the oven, but when it come out, it's cake. I, I, I went in one way, but I came out something different. I, one thing was put in, but something different, something different came out. I, when, when when you poured me in, I was just I was just water, sugar, and a little bit of flavoring. But stir me up a little bit, I become Kool Aid. I, I, yeah, I, one thing went in, but something different, something different comes out. It it comes out. Something different comes out. They, they saw what was going in, but they didn't understand what was coming out. Jesus says, I put one thing in you so that I could bring something else out of you. I, 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 know, I know you thought one thing, but I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you something different. Here it is. He says, but the only way you can really know what I put inside of you is for you to draw it out. You know. The only, the only way you really know uh, what, what I put inside of you is for you to start pouring out what I put inside of you. The only way you know what it, how good this thing really is is for you to start, start pulling it out. So Jesus says, I don't, want you to, I don't want you to just fill up, but I want you to start, I want you to just start drawing something out. He says, I want, you, I want you to draw something out. God doesn't fill you just to sit you still. For every assignment, there's an audience. For every... For every position, there's a purpose. God don't put something in you just to sit you still. Here it is. He says, I put it in you so that you can use it. I put it in you so that you can get it out. I put it in you. Here it is. Here it is. You, you, you stayed up all night. You was wondering and worrying. And I put it in you so that I could bring something out. You, 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 uh, I put it in you for you can, so you can take something out. He says, but I don't, I don't want you to just take it out. I want you to give it to the master. Mm. Yeah, he says, he says, I don't want you. I don't want you to just take it out and waste it. Uh, the first thing I want you to do before you go anywhere else, I want you to take it to the master. Don't pass go. Don't collect two hundred dollars. Go straight. Go straight to the master before you go anywhere else. I want you to draw some out and go straight 
to the master, whatever. I know, I know I put something inside of you that you didn't understand, but when you bring it out, you'll understand it better by and by. I, I need you to, I need you to understand. Here it is. Here it is. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Watch this. Uh, you got, you, you, you got more month than you got money. Okay. You, you got more month than you got money. Uh, you, you got so much medication. You need two pill dispensers. You got, yeah, it, it, it don't, it don't look good right now. You, 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 you running on empty every time, every time you in need, nobody seems to be available to answer the phone. I'm, I'm running on empty. I'm running on empty. But Jesus says, I put something inside of you and I know it didn't look like what you wanted, but I put something inside of you and I need you to take it out and give it to the master. Here it is. Here it is. This is. This is your cue right here. This is your cue right here. Uh, whatever, whatever he's, he's filled you with, uh, whatever he's filled you with, if he's filled you with some pain, if he's filled you with some tears, if he's filled you with some worry, if he's, if he's filled you uh, with, 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 with some confusion, he, 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 he might have he filled you with one thing. Here it is. Here it is. But he wants you to draw something out. He wants you to draw something out. So watch this. Watch this. The Bible says, the Bible says that Jesus tells them, take something out of what I told you to put in and take it to the master. Here it is. I know it's not what you want. I know it's not what you wanted, but but I guarantee you, I guarantee you that you can draw something out of it. I promise you that you can draw something out of it. Here it is. Here it is. Here it is. Regardless of what you're going through, uh, you can always draw out a praise. Okay. All right. This. Watch this. Watch this. The Bible says the Bible says that they that Jesus tells them, draw some out and take it to the master. He says, the first thing I need you to do is take it to the master. I don't need you to go nowhere else. I don't need you to do nothing else. I need you to take it right to the master. I need you to give I need you to give him the first of whatever you take out. So I wonder, Jesus, why is it that you would want them to give them the first? Because if you keep reading, what you'll learn is that the Bible says that what they pulled out was better than what they had before. Hmm. So, so, so this is what I need right now. I'm going to give you about a good seven seconds. I'm going to give you about a good seven seconds because, because some stuff has been poured into you. You done, you done dealt with some stuff and, and it didn't look good. You done dealt with some stuff and it didn't go the way you had planned. You done dealt with some stuff, but I promise you, if you can just draw out a praise, what you draw out uh, will be better than what you had before. Here it is. So I'm going to give you just about seven seconds. I'm going to give you just about seven seconds because God has poured something in you in these last 20 minutes and if you can just draw out a praise i can almost promise you that your greater that your latter will be greater than your former is there anybody in here that says god whatever you put in me i'll give you the first of what i got i'll give you my best praise i'll give you my best worship i'll give you the first hallelujah i'll give you the loudest thank you jesus i'll give you the the most sincere lord i love you don't leave me by myself y'all open up your mouth and give god what you got Right. You, you've been, you've been waiting on empty. You've been waiting on empty. But I guarantee you, if you open up your mouth and just start drawing some stuff out, you'll leave on full. I, I, I can guarantee you, you've been waiting on empty. You've been, you've been empty all week waiting to get to this moment. 
But if you draw something out right now, you'll leave better than what you came. You you didn't feel like coming in the first place. But if you if you draw something out, he'll, he'll make sure you feel to the brim if you draw something out. If you Yeah, we, we cutting into your Sunday afternoon nap. But if you draw something out, he'll give you what you've been waiting on. Yeah, we got to make room. 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 Here it is. Here it is. Here's the problem. Here's the problem. Here's the problem. Here's the problem. You, you thought, you thought that because you were still here, that everything was all right. You, you, you thought that, that because you were barely making it, that that was enough. Uh, you, you, you thought that because you were able to make a couple ends meet and you was able to rob Peter to pay Paul, you thought that was that was going to be enough. You thought you thought just because just because you didn't cuss them out this time, you thought you thought that was enough. But the truth of the matter is you've been running on empty and and God says today is the day I'm going to fill you up. I'm I'm going to fill you up. The Bible says he's come. He's come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. He says, just getting by ain't good enough. I came to fill somebody to the brim. Is there anybody in this room that's empty and ready to be filled to the brim? In Jesus' name. All right. All right. Listen, we've been waiting on empty. We've been waiting on empty and God been allowing you to be empty. And he said, I ain't going to fill you up until you're all the way empty. Because when I do it, I'm going to fill you up to the brim. Come on, somebody put your hands together and give God a praise. Listen. Listen. Listen, we was on empty. We was on empty, and the devil thought he had you because you was on empty. But he had no idea that you being on empty just made you available. So we give God praise uh, today. Listen, we're going to pray. Listen, listen, we're going to pray. Oh, watch this. There's... Just in case, just in case there's anybody under the sound of my voice, I don't care whether you're here, I don't care whether you're watching online, if you can hear me. Some of y'all been waiting on empty, and here's the reality. Here's the reality. You, you, you are empty. You are empty. There's somebody listening right now. You're empty, and you need to be filled with some salvation. <laughs> yeah, you, you don't even understand all this other stuff because you, you, you ain't been saved yet. You don't even know. You, you ain't even touched the surface yet. You don't even know. You don't even know what's going on right now. You on empty. There's somebody you running on empty. Why? Because you don't got no church home. You you just hopping around. You 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 a spiritual orphan. You running on empty. Running on empty. You running on empty. Some of y'all running on empty. Why? Because you've been trying to fill it with some stuff that ain't got no substance. So we're gonna pray and we're gonna ask God to fill, fill whatever void on that we have. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you. God, we thank you. We thank you even for our empty spaces. 
because in our empty spaces you've got room to work we thank you for our empty spaces because in our empty spaces you've got room to fill us up so god we make ourselves available to you god i'm praying for anybody right now whose soul is running on empty and they need salvation i'm praying for them right now god i'm praying for anybody running on empty because they don't have a church home they don't have a spiritual leader they don't have a faith family they don't have what they need they run on empty we praying for them right now god i'm praying for anybody right now that's got some areas in their lives that are empty and they've been trying everything else but today they've decided to taste and see that the lord is good Now we're asking right now that you fill every void in this place. Not this physical place, but this spiritual place. God, fill every void in this place. God, do what only you can do. Touch, heal, deliver, and set free. Touch, heal, deliver, and set free. Touch, heal, deliver, and set free. Now we thank you. We give you all glory. We give you all honor we give you all praise listen if you can hear me right now if you can hear me right now I got I got a couple people I need to talk to right now whether you whether you watching on, on the live whether you here if you need God to fill this void and you need your salvation if you're watching on live just text the number one word salvation to 317 520 Matter of fact, I won't even put you on the spot. If you're in the sanctuary, just send a text message. You can be sitting right here. Just send it right here. 317-520-1892. One word, salvation. If you if you here and your salvation is in order, but you feel like God is leading you to the Abundant Faith family, you understand that this is a place of sound teaching. You understand that this is a place of encouragement and accountability and God is leading you here just text one word family number on your screen 317-520-1892 but if you simply just want us to pray with you and pray for you send your prayer request in send your prayer request in same number you can remain anonymous if you want to it's completely up to you just send your prayer request in and I'm believing that God is filling voids tonight I'm believing that God is filling voids tonight and, 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 and I'm at a place in my life I'm at a place in my life where I'm not worried about him filling voids for money, cars, and clothes I don't, I don't even care nothing about that I, I, I'm at the place in my life where God God, before I ask you for any of that God, God, give me some peace God, give me some, give me some joy Here it is, God, give me some understanding and some direction God, God, give me, give me some stability Give me that, 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 that's what I'm looking for. That's what I'm looking for. So we're praying. Uh, we're praying for you today. And we're praying with you today. Listen, uh, we're going to get ready to go. We're going to keep it flowing, y'all. We're going to get ready to go into our communion service. But 